Hi, I'm Dina Farrell, and this is the Prioritize Focus podcast. This is where you'll get encouragement, whether you are a time management flunky, a serial goal getter, or distracted by SOS, that's shiny object syndrome. This is for the entrepreneurial woman who may have forgotten what a valued, amazing lady she is. Val, that's you. This is your reminder that the world needs that God-given dream that you've been harboring in your heart. And it's time to make it a reality while living and dealing with your actual reality. If you're ready, let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode. First, I feel like we've got some catching up to do. Um, Happy New Year. It's been a hot minute since I've recorded a new podcast, and I apologize for that. Um, A lot of things going on in the background and the interim since we've last been together. But the big one is I finally finished my first draft of a book that I've been working on for too long, the last few years. Um, we'll talk more about that in coming episodes and things like that, but I want to jump right in and get right to today's episode. Today is about how do we find our focus and, and the flow of our focus, even when we're in the middle of our feelings, Have you ever been like that? Like your emotions kind of, you know, get the best of you. Listen, we all do it. We allow our feelings to get in the middle when we should be finding our focus. Now, I'm not saying don't pay attention to your emotions, just that there are choices we can control despite how we're feeling. Feelings follow choice. That is something that I remind myself all the time. It's not easy, especially when I find myself in the middle of a project or just a task and I'm lost for focus. Now, listen, it is awesome when you are in the flow and you can be found in your focus, but when you're lost for it, not so fun. Listen, trying to find your focus when you're in the middle of your feelings is hard. I said that because it is. And (laughs) Sure, there's plenty of people and resources out there to tell you how you should get out of this miry middle of your, you know, in your feelings place. Even I have written and spoke about being in this place of stuck. You can um, search for that episode and I will put it in the show notes, the sticky truth about feeling stuck. But honestly, many of those um, people that share that with you and even that advice and those tips and tools, they're not wrong, but that's not where we should be found spending the bulk of our time when we find ourselves lost for focus. I get it. Searching for the answer is good. We all do it. When, you know, we're looking for information that we feel that we lack, searching for an answer, yes, is the right thing to do. It's good. But obsessing over finding someone to give you something that you yourself 
can be the only one to answer? Not so much. You know what I'm talking about. Anything from Googling your problem to buying yet another course, a resource, or even a book, or even joining or following yet another social media group or expert. Again, in and of themselves, these are all fine and good when, when they align with what you've already discovered to be true about you and your current feelings. This is as much for me as it is for anybody. Hiding behind information, hiding behind looking for information is one of our favorite go-to tactics, right? Here's the problem and the solution, if you will. Knowing what you're looking for and what you know to be true about you and your current feelings can sometimes be worlds apart. We search for answers, quote unquote, out there, but we rarely look in here, inside of us. Aha, there in lies the problem in the solution, my friend. How hard have you researched, studied, and put in the work on you? Again, this is as much for me as anybody. I come to you with things that are fresh, that I am just coming off of learning or finally feel like I have the courage to share my guts about. All right. So as myself, someone who has bought, followed, traveled to conferences, trainings, and events to the tune of thousands of dollars over the years, all in hopes of finding the answer to my problem at hand. I get what you may be thinking. And dare I even say what you may be feeling? Hear me out on this one. As someone who has taken way too long to accept this fact, the problem and the solution are both mine to resolve. I get it. I understand. Think back to how many courses, resources, seminars, books, workbooks, groups, all those things that you've invested in, both time and money. You got them? Okay. Now, how many of those things, now that you're looking back, were actually life-changing? Now, before you jump to defend your answer, Really think, did they make you feel like your life would change or did your life change as a result? So many of us are caught in this place of being in the middle of our feelings and it's not helping us find what our focus should be and what our focus should be on. So how do you catch yourself? How do you catch yourself before you fall into those feelings? Well, catching the difference when falling into your feelings more than your focus is something that we need to work on. And the difference for many of us is we fail to catch it at that moment. 
the moment that we're in the middle of our feelings, the feelings of this is it, this is the missing link, this is what I never even knew I needed. How many times have you made these purchases and attended these events? My hand is raised. I'm, I'm raised right there with you. And as I'm even saying these words and kind of going off script here for a second, because my thoughts of um, go right into, especially us as entrepreneurs, into the sales copy of what you're supposed to say, you know, as business owners, we're supposed to invoke those feelings. And I'm going to get to that in a second. But we make these purchases and we attend these events for what? All in hopes of finally being told what our problem is. And then we expect to just be, boom, handed the solution. We all go in with a feeling that mm, something's wrong. And we leave with the mentality of, we just won. Not only did we win, but we've got a one and done solution. But then what happens? Then we wonder why the solution didn't work, why it wears off, or worse, we feel like we were sold to more than we were helped. Now, now we're mad at ourselves for believing that person. We're mad at that person we thought was supposed to be there to help us and the resource that we tried, uh, probably once, by the way, and it didn't work. Any of this striking a feeling with you? <laughs> I know I'm cringing because I've been there and done that more than several times. Finding your focus. Now, the only way that I've learned to change this pattern is to literally find your focus. I know that sounds patronizing at this point, but allow me to explain. You know you better than anyone. You know your hiding places, you know your patterns, you know your favorite procrastination tactics, and even the lies you tell yourself, and your favorite people and circumstances to blame. Listen, I know mine too. As I said, each one of those things, I promise you a picture came up into my mind. Now, the difference between knowing all of this about ourselves and how it keeps us distracted to the point of being more in our feelings than our focus is owning it. Whew. I am ripping the Band-Aid off today, folks. <laughs> I know, right? But where there is no pain, there is no gain, right? The irony is that we seem to love pain. At least when it comes to why we feel like we're not where we should be by now and who or what is at fault, right? We can pick up our martyr mantle quickly and lay blame on ourselves, but yet we still defeat, whoa, we, let me say that again. We still fail to make any necessary changes. In other words, we fail to do the needed inner work. Oh, we love looking busy on the outside. But the work that we need to do in order to show what we want to see on the outside is what I'm talking about. <clears throat> now, 
there's something that happens when you commit to finding your focus. And for me, you also find someone. And for me, that truth about who I am and that alignment has only been found in one place. And that's the Bible, you know, basic instructions before leaving earth. Ever hear that acronym for Bible before? <laughs> but even with that, I have to be careful not to believe more in the Bible than who the Bible is about. Now, see how this is kind of coming together? Now, I just said that we need to do the inner work so that we could see what's on the outside. When it comes to our faith focus, a lot of times we want to be seen and known on the outside, but not because of who we know. You know, we want to believe the Bible, but not believe and follow the one who the Bible is about. Now, not to go off on a tangent or a rabbit trail here, but since I brought it up, I at least want to maybe throw some things out there to you. And this is for those of you who maybe are lacking in your faith right now. One, for those who are among the camp of, well, the Bible's just a history story lesson. Yeah, but oh, it's so much more than that. It's God's love letter to us. It's living. It's active. It's fresh every single time. There's something new, even within the old. And oh, the love that he has for us, I just can't even. I mean, I'm not even going to say anything else. Just go ahead and read it all for yourself. I dare you. So when I'm in the middle of my feelings and have trouble finding my focus, the Bible is my go-to and my number one source every single time. And the more familiar you become with the Bible and who the Bible is about, you'll start to realize all of these experts and gurus and these inspirational quotes and things that you find out there really were already in the Bible, just repackaged, reworded and, you know, relabeled as ancient saying or, you know, an old proverb or whatever. Back to our topic at hand. And I'm calling this, you know, switching gears a little bit, changes. Remember that song? Ch-ch-changes. Anyway, um, we're so good. You know that saying, you know, nothing changes if we don't. We're all good, so good at going all in. You know, we have hashtags all in about, you know, whatever it is that we're all in about at the moment. You know, we allow someone else to tell us about us, our problem, and the solution that we need, right? And they're giving us exactly what we want especially when we're caught up in the middle of making a decision between sitting in our feelings and finding our focus. Now, when this happens, we have to ask ourselves, do I want to feel good hearing all of this? Or do I want to feel good because I'm doing what it takes 
to see the results that are being offered. One keeps us from progressing. The other is the catalyst to our progress. Now, here's a little side note for us entrepreneurs, business owners, and service providers. Now, it is our job to, one, identify with our assignment. They're not our audience. They're not our fans. They're not our followers. They're not any of those things. These are our, our um, uh, the industry calls it our target market, our avatar. But really? especially as faithpreneurs, these are our assignment. These are the people that were meant to find us to help them. So it's our job to identify with our assignment. And yes, speak to them in a way that relates to them where they are and their, their issue at hand. It is also our job to clarify our understanding of the problem that they are facing. And it is our job to define a solution that we can help them. We can provide it. We, as businesses, to go all in, we assume that they've done the self pre-work. We expect that when they come to us, they're ready. They're ready to commit to putting in what it takes to get the result from our product, our resource, or our service. When we're running heart-centered businesses and we're coming from a place of providing, you know, a product, a resource, or a service to truly help our assignment and, and show up authentically, we're not trying to do, you know, sales copy and you know, just get them to buy a product. We want them to do that self pre-work. Now, I'm not saying that we assume everyone comes to us that way. That's ideal. But it's also our job to, um, I guess, clarify that this is not going to work if. So when we are um, looking at our sales copy and things like that, we want to keep that in mind. We want to keep that um, you know, this isn't going to work if you're not being honest with yourself. This isn't a one and done solution or, you know, whatever that is that you're providing. You know, the bottom line is it's not about the help tools and resources that you're seeking, but your focus behind why you're seeking. That's us as, you know, the individuals looking out there but also us as entrepreneurs for those that are looking at us. How honest are we with ourselves as the reason behind spending our time and money on that quote unquote solution? The only way it, your it, by the way, will work is if you show up. Show up as who you are and where you are right now. Come to an understanding that this isn't the solution, but rather knowing that it aligns with the work that you are doing right now. It also confirms the amount of time and money you're willing to commit to. Commitment should be reflected in the reward your work will bring. Now, I kick this piece off by saying that feelings follow choice. I'll close by saying that 
Feelings can lie, but our choices don't. Choices show what it is that we are committed to feeling. My hope is that this becomes the resource that helps you next time. And there will be a next time, just like there will be for me. The next time you find yourself caught in the middle of your feelings instead of the flow of finding your focus. And listen, I'm working to stay in the flow of my focus in spite of my feelings right there with you. Oh, and I created a resource just for situations like this. You'll find the link in the show notes. Um, if you've ever been caught up, you know, about to make a decision and the next thing you know, your feelings get the best of you. I've created a little printable, um, seven ways to overthrow your feelings and make better choices. Make sure you um, go into the show notes and grab that link. All right. Thanks for listening. And I will see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to share it out, by all means, do that on your social media platforms if you'd like. We can stay connected at dinafarrell.com and where you can see the latest updates, blog posts, subscribe to my e-newsletter, or just kind of see what I'm up to. I'd love to connect with you outside of this podcast. Again, thanks for joining me. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and I will see you on the next episode.